Sponsored by Skin Slipper, a safer, smarter skincare device. Hey everybody, it's Rich Rich and Westifer. We're back. Yes, uh, we've rearranged the studio. Everything's like really professional now. We don't know what to do with ourselves. <laughs> Things organized and it's very yeah. Marie, what's her last name? Conti. Marie Kondo. Kondo. Anaconda. Yeah. The studio's now sparking joy, basically. Yeah. Is your mic working? I think so. Okay. Is the mic sparking joy? Well, uh, hold on, wait. Yeah, it is. Okay, like is it sparking sound? <laughs> Not abnormal uh, on the show. I honestly show. think the time that we didn't have. Our mic working, where I was like, fuck, now I don't know if it's working or not. I honestly think I might have just plugged it into the thing behind the headphone jack. <laughs> which is just like a... Like the actual like, headphone like jack? Port. Yeah. Like, to, like, listen, like, out, but not put... Okay, that makes sense. Either way, we're paranoid as fuck now every yeah. single episode. So. Yes. We're doing great. <laughs> Thank you for elevating our anxiety. You can have yes. told me that. <laughs> <laughs> every week, we bring you a sex topic... Or this week it's, I mean, I guess we can talk about sex. I mean, we always talk about sex. But this week, today, actually, is National Coming Out Day. So we do want to talk about some coming out stories, some fun stuff like that. We can talk about, like, our, you know, first hookup or something like that. Oh, um, Lord. Make me dig back in the Rolodexes like that. <laughs> uh, um, so we'll talk about all that. We got some listener stories on our social, uh, on Instagram, at Richie and Wes. So we hope you're following us there. And we have a couple things up front. We'll bring you some celebrity shade. You know, that's why you're listening. And some nerd news this week. Some really fun stuff. So yeah. up front. Oh, I hear Marcel outside. <laughs> Marcel's like, you locked me out of the studio. <laughs> <laughs> Marcel's our, our assistant. He's a little Frenchy. And horrible at his job, but he's too cute to fire. Yeah. Uh, he is adorable, but doesn't do any research, doesn't do anything, really. <laughs> Besides looking cute and making a lot of noise. Sometimes he lets me know that Richie Rich is here, but... And that's sometimes lately. He's been lagging on that. The one job he was yeah. good at. Mm-hmm. Um, so up front, I thought, I mean, this is like gross because, you know, hepatitis A is spread by, you know, usually. Like, I didn't expect to dive into the, the episode yeah. like this. What? <laughs> like, what are we talking about? <laughs> uh, hepatitis A uh, was uh, an American Airlines flight was everyone on board was warned that they were exposed to hepatitis. What? Ha huh? It comes from fecal matter. So when people don't wash their hands, uh, this is why you wash that your so hands. Weird. It's like, was there like a, like, was there a chemist on board with like a tube and it cracked open? <laughs> like, uh, I'm just like, what? No, one of the uh, airline, um, like the flight attendants, attendants apparently had it or tested for it. Yeah. Okay, that's fun. Yeah. Good times. Yeah. Way to dive to the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Wasting no time getting right in there. <laughs> By the way, this is disgusting, but <laughs> let's leave with this. Yeah, so American Airlines, hepatitis scare, PS, there's a vaccination for hepatitis A. Oh. So you can actually like go to your, you know, local That's LGBT good to know. center or what have you. And 
most of the time, your LGBT centers are free, so you can get your yeah. vaccinations and get all up-to-date vaccinations are much better than getting the actual disease. Or find American Airlines, apparently. Well, that. <laughs> okay, you brought this up, and this will kind of slide us right into Celebrity Shade. Is this... Um, YouTuber who... You're talking about some, something else that's disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know which is worse, actually, because she decided to come out as a female to male, but then said she was a drag queen, but then said she identified as a cis female woman. It's fucking clickbait. She does this dumb shit all the fucking time. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't... This is the know. same bitch that came out as a chicken nugget, and I'm not lying to you. <sighs> Literally. She came out as a Trump supporter to serve view. She came out as... She just does dumb shit. Literally, it's clickbait. She was also put in the 5150 hole this year, too. So, I mean... The bitch is great. These are your celebrities this generation? <laughs> great. One of these people is going to be president someday. I'm like... Awesome. It's just... A, one of these people is president right now. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean, someday? <laughs> Have you been in a coma the last three years? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Oh, God, yeah. She, she's just... starting off hot this week. Yeah, I mean, it, <laughs> it also just, like, really, I think, purposefully confuses people to the whole issue. It's just so dumb. And it it's also, so it just makes... It's making light of the damn situation, mm -hmm. which is just more fuel for those who think it's a joke in the first place. Yeah. Oh, she's horrible. I can't, I can't stand people for making dumb people famous like her. God. People are trash. Mm -hmm. Stop clicking. Like, the one thing I'll say about all these fucking YouTube people, like, if if I don't click on it, they don't get their money, exactly. they don't get the views, they don't get whatever, so stop that. Stop. It's a damn mess. Ugh. Oh, one last thing up front. I am proud to announce Ooh. my participation in the annual Pumpkin Butts. The Wait, what, huh? <laughs> body painting by Marky Makeup. Every year does a series of pumpkins painted on men's backsides. And this year, I am one of those men. Oh, God. <laughs> You're just doing the Lord's work on this show. It's up on Marky Makeup. I was part of an elite group, and by elite, I mean Instagram hoes and <laughs> Goga Boys. I love it. It was fun. Running around naked for a couple hours with a bunch of cute hung guys. Hey. It's not a bad way to be. Hey. Just another day. <laughs> another day in Hollywood. A day in the life. <laughs> Celebrity Shade. Uh, let's just dive right into Ellen. Oh, Jesus Christ. Let's get it out of the way. Let's do it. Uh. People are divided. If you haven't heard, her and George W. Bush are apparently best friends now. <laughs> because they sat together in a VIP section at some fucking football game. Mm -hmm. <sighs> I don't even know where to begin with any of this. I agree with the notion that we can always be polite and we can always be kind. And when you're in a social setting like that, and, you know, yeah. I'm sure she was around a number of other people as well, blah, blah, blah. There's no reason to, like, attack him or what have you. <laughs> Throw popcorn in his face. <laughs> but after a right. couple of drinks. But I think it's another to be like, 
oh, we just have differences of opinion. And when did Ellen become the Uncle Tom of the gay community? Right? <laughs> like, people are still coming back in pieces because of George mm -hmm. W. Yes. Which, by the way, everyone said, don't do it. And he still did. And by everyone, I mean collectively the world. Yes. There were, <laughs> literally, <laughs> There yes. were protests literally around the entire fucking world telling him not to go into this war that's still happening right now. It's still going on. Mm hmm Fucking yikes. No, I don't think I get to be friends with that guy. No! No! She... I can show, you know, like I said, kindness, polite, even... Be civil in a social yeah. setting, whatever. I don't think everyone could, though. No. Like I said, me after a few drinks. <laughs> <laughs> this is for everyone who's died! <laughs> Bam! See me getting carried off. Oh, God, yeah. I mean, this is the man who wanted to write into the Constitution that gay people could not get married. Mm -hmm. Let's not forget that shit. Uh-huh. There's a laundry list of things that this man has just done and completely out of hate mm -hmm. and ignorance, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, Sitting up in the VIP booth and trying to defend her damn self. Saying it, that right? We, we can all have different points of views. No, bitch, people died. Not only that, You but wouldn't have had your right to be with your fucking wife for however many years you've been with her. No. This is not okay. It's not a point of view when that point of view is that you should not exist. Yes. But that's not... You can't... Mm -hmm. It's it's the whole, you know, paradigm paradox with uh, you know, the tolerance, right? Because you can't tolerate intolerance. That just doesn't work. No. So some things, yeah, you have to draw that fucking line. Mm -hmm. Turns out he's a really nice guy. Right, like a... fuck you. God. First Kevin Hart, now this. Right, just a fucking mess. Mm. Mom and RuPaul with her with her white staff. Wait, did you see that? What? Speaking of Uncle Tom's. And oh, no! It's like when people fight to get somewhere and then they finally got there, it's just like, let's just forget everything that I did. Because it's okay. Oh, yeah, so some journalist was at... It was at the Emmys, I believe, recently. last couple of weeks. Um, and RuPaul was doing a press conference with... Her, his, her, you know, whatever, <laughs> with his team. Yeah. He was out of drag, so him. Um, and a black journalist was like, you know, you've done great things with your career. You know, you've been a pioneer, you know, as a black gay man to really make an empire out of yourself. But I can't help but notice that there's not a lot of diversity in your team that's behind you. Um, takes sip. Do you care <laughs> to explain that? When I tell you RuPaul was shook, I mean shook and deflected like a motherfucker. Looked left and right. It's like, well, I think that there is a lot of diversity on this stage. They were all white as a ghost, first of all. I, I, I'm not quite sure. I mean, there, I think there were like two women. The rest were just white men. And started like quoting a movie and like, <laughs> it was girl yeah it was a whole i'll show you the video after the show but it was a whole like i don't know how to answer this and i i think i think that my team is very diverse looks left and right i'm like bitch where where 
I mean, you know, still respect, love, etc. But I do feel like there is a point where, look, RuPaul used to say I'd rather have an enema than an Emmy. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, and... make sure you call me Emmy Award. Right, exactly. RuPaul, <laughs> right? So that, that shit does, does change, and I'm sure it does change you. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, I thought that was, in, yeah, she put him on blast, and he didn't really have an answer. Um, and... Yeah. Oh, God. And then, of course, me and my Twitter wars, which I was banned this week from Twitter for 12 hours. You are? or I'm so glad you don't... It's uh, my first time ever being banned, though. I'm, I, I'm shocked. I'm so glad you don't, like, jump on ours, tweet more from ours, because we'd probably be in so much trouble. Oh, God, please. It'd be just shut down. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, it's my first time, oddly enough, being banned. But, no, they're like, well, she's done so much giving these drag queens a platform, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, um, first of all, there are barely any people of color who win. So always white queens. Not only that, the money's behind the scenes. Yeah. You pay these kids a couple hundred bucks an episode to film really quickly and do a bunch of looks. And yes, it's a platform they can raise their booking fees. And, you know, some of them have gone on to do, you know, a lot of other things. But you're not putting them in a position to where they are doing things behind the scenes where the real money's at. You're putting them out there just for show for a season. Mm-hmm. They're not... Yeah, they're not producing. They're not... No. Until they start creating their own material. Yeah. Yeah. Which, I mean... And you're editing some of them to be the villain and things of that nature, and it's... Yeah. It's... Yeah, so... Another week of Richie against everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Something else, too, that I've heard, especially on more of a, like, smaller level, is that, um, you know, the queens that, some of them that go into uh, RuPaul's Drag Race, yes, they definitely are doing the work and they, mm -hmm. whatever, but, you know, some of them, when they come out, essentially because they've been on the show, they will get nights. It's like yeah. it's their night, mm -hmm. you know, and they're like the headliner and then they've yeah. got all these other queens or whatever. But there have been like other bitches working at that club for years. Yes. <laughs> right. Who's <laughs> like, like, wait a minute, how just sweeps it. And mm -hmm. great, it's the whole celebrity thing and I get that. And yeah. It's valid and it's going to get people like, in the door and see, and bust in the seats and it's yes. good for your brand. Right. And I'm sure that it's good for the, the bar scene. And Absolutely. I think yeah. a lot of them are really playing off the whole drag thing as much mm -hmm. as possible. I mean, Jesus Christ, drag is the new abs. Literally. Please do not show me your drag character. I don't want to see her. <laughs> I don't care. <sighs> Everyone has one. Everyone has one. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see it. I don't. No, me neither. <laughs> Too lazy for that. <laughs> I did fucking Posh Spice years ago. That was a Who I'm actually on, on yes. my shirt right now. I'm wearing... <laughs> yes, she's right over there. <laughs> Yeah, that was enough. That was, that was good. That was, that was enough. <sighs> so yeah, problematic. I don't even know. I mean, come on. Just gay Uncle Tom's. Come on, y'all. <laughs> well, this is the world that we live in. I mean, mm -hmm. to get, you know, I know we don't get like super serious on this show all the time, but I mean, look at the shit that's going on with the fucking... Um, stupid ass basketball in China shit where one oh God, person, yes. you know, 
is encouraging uh you know freedom and democracy and then suddenly they're now they have players over there now who are not allowed to speak to press mm-hmm they're literally like gagging them from speaking at all. Which that sounds like a dream to me. But no question. <laughs> True. <laughs> but I was actually listening to this report on NPR the other day, and they were just going into a factory that made like little like plastic, you know, um, poopy bags for dogs, mm-hmm. and that was like really. They produced a yeah. whole shit ton of those things. Literally, shit ton of those things. And <laughs> it's a really shitty episode yeah, so far. <laughs> some of their... Um, yeah, it sure is. Uh, some of their uh, business was being moved to Vietnam just because of the trade wars going on and this and the other. And then after they did this interview, apparently officials from the Chinese government had found out that they were doing this interview and showed up. Like, knock, knock, knock. Holy State, shit. State Department. Wow. And they were locked in a room for an hour. Oh, Jesus. While these, like, state officials um, talked to the owners and the management and, like, came in. Oh, and, my goodness. And then sat in on the rest of the interview. What? Like, chain smoking in the corner. Oh, my yeah. God. I need a cigarette like, right now. Like, this, this, is the, this is the world that we literally live in right now. It's insane. And yet Jesus. someone voices on Twitter yeah. a voice is that, you know, their their support of the other side of, you know, communism. <sighs> and, and the thing that we supposedly are so against and what have you. And, and yeah, no, because, because money. Because all the money. A fucking mess. They don't want to lose their contracts with China. Mm-hmm. It's like billions of dollars. So of course. They're willing to just let that completely so It all boils down to Look, y'all, all I'm saying is, I'll sell out. <laughs> Throw some money at us. <laughs> we don't care. We'll sell out. Do you want us to sell cigarettes? Sure. Great for kids. Catch our drag books next week on the show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, vaping is great. <laughs> Sponsored by... <laughs> <laughs> RuPaul Drag Race. <laughs> Jesus. We're now a RuPaul's Drag Race recap show. <laughs> Oh my god. Okay, so speaking of this is fucking shade. Drake's dad. Oh god, yes. Woof. Went on the radio. He's always talking. He yeah, that's true. <laughs> it yeah, the parents of famous people that do interviews always oh, freak me out. There's always something about them on And like, on red carpets and stuff. It's like, hmm. But now he says none of that stuff ever happened. That he, you know, was never yeah, abusive. That and Drake that just he was always there. That, but so, yeah, he was always there just to sell records. And uh, I just don't know. I don't. I, I. I don't know. I don't like Drake either. So <laughs> I'm team no one in this situation. To be quite honest with you, I don't know. I. I honestly can't imagine what that must be like. Drake's gross. His dad's gross. Just burn the whole thing down. <laughs> That's my take on the whole situation. Go on a family vacation. Don't come back. <laughs> okay, so all this online, and at first I was like, you know, good for them. You know, these young kids start putting themselves out there at like 14, 15 years old. What if they're cute and they get really popular and suddenly they're like fucking famous and, you know, 
I'm talking about the Dolan twins. Oh, I'm like, who, what? I, I, I'm still like, who, what? Oh, uh, if I showed you a picture, you'd be like, oh, yeah. I mean, they kind of look like all sorts of white boy <laughs> twins. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. Uh, but they started doing videos at a really young age. They do like pranks what on the each Sean other. Cody exclusive is happening. Yeah, I, exactly. I, I'm like Kiki Palm right now. I'm like I, I don't want to sound ridiculous. I don't know who that man is. I. You're the one that's on YouTube all the time. <laughs> but no, I don't watch those. I don't watch those YouTubers. I watch YouTube like movie reviewers that are there in their living room, like talking. My favorite thing right now. I'm plugging this person because I just love them. Is Brandon Tenold. He does cult movie reviews. So it's literally him on his couch, and and he, he has. A Patreon or whatever, and his um, viewers will vote in like random ass obscure movies from like 1950, for where there's like a fucking attack of the killer spiders, and he'll watch these movies and like kind of go through the movie in like a 15 20 minute time span and just kind of talk shit about it, mm -hmm. like Mystery Science Theater 3000, yeah, but condensed. Okay. And he'll make little jokes and edit it really clearly, and it's just funny. That's what I watch on YouTube. I don't watch these. I don't know what the fuck these kids do, but these I, I can kids. tell they're douches. These young kids. Yeah. Mm -mm. Yeah, I think they're always. Just I don't doing watch like the pranks or the. I don't watch any makeup tutorials, and I don't watch any. Whatever the fuck Trisha Paytas does. <laughs> it's it's. I watch nothing clickbaity. It's basically <laughs> an entire you know like audience base of like 12 13 14 year old girls yeah no probably some gay boys thrown in there yeah, because they're aesthetically yeah. pleasing ish and then the other and then the other like i'm sure there's like plenty of straight boys that are making their own videos too because they yeah. want to be popular they want to be the next boy with a jawline to be i like popular. the youtube niche people well the dolan twins were one of those People who, you know, like I said, early, you know, early on, they were like 14 years old. Of course, they're twins. And I mean, like I said, they're. <laughs> I couldn't say anything distinctive about them. Like, they're, they're there. Just look. They're like humans. Standard, they're humans and they're white. Standard white boys. Yeah. Um, so. Uh, so they've been making these videos and they, they got really popular on YouTube and they do a video every week. And they finally, you know, just like realize now it's been like five years, which is, a, you know, it is a long time to mm -hmm. be doing the same thing. And also realizing like it was taking a, a, a like a toll on them, mm -hmm. you know, where like it was fun when they first started doing it. And then, you know, it really became like they're worried about their image or like their fans or like their numbers or like this or that or the other and blah, blah, blah. Which I think to some degree, a lot of people feel like that. Yeah, that media. happens. If you don't have a lot of followers or if you post yeah. something and it doesn't get a lot of likes, mm -hmm. like a lot of people fall into that yeah. thing, right? So they decided that they're no longer releasing weekly videos and I don't know if they're like retiring or whatever. And I was like, you know, good for you for being aware of your mental health and Five years. That makes you 19. Oh, my God. <laughs> Fuck you. You had a job for five years, Ooh. and it was too much. Fucking brats. I hate them all. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> uh, them. Okay, speaking of people who I don't know, and I still do not know her, Amanda Seals? Yes. Okay, so... 
Insecure, Emmy award-winning show on HBO. Sure. Um, Issa Rae, I, you've had to have seen Issa Rae before. She's like... Oh, that name definitely sounds familiar. Yeah, Issa Rae is like the... She's like the new Shonda Rhimes as far as like... Yeah, she's like a writer, producer. Yeah, she yeah. does all that. Um, Why is my internet so slow? Her, that's Issa Rae. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so she does Insecure on HBO, a huge show, um, a bunch of other projects. Amanda Seals has been a child actress, and she's also on Issa Rae's show. Um, and she has a bunch of other side projects. She has a podcast. She, um, not nearly as entertaining as ours, clearly. I mean, of course not. <laughs> it can be. I mean, speaking about pressure to create quality content. I know. <laughs> Once a we're week. We're on year three, and we're not taking a fucking break. <laughs> Only uh, my voice gives out. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and, um... Yeah, so um, Amanda Seals does the Black Lady Sketch Show, which was just renewed, I think, for season two. On, I don't know. I, I think that's on HBO as well. I'm not sure. Um, both very, very talented women, whatever. Amanda has mouth on her and has said some very problematic things. Um, like she doesn't believe that colorism exists, really, which is just beyond me. But she's light-skinned, so that's not quite too far-fetched for her in her world. <laughs> um, she's also said dumb shit like if you can buy a pair of Jordans you can buy a passport okay bitch yeah but can you buy a trip to get, uh, like that that right she said some really dumb shit some real elitist shit just but she's very intelligent and mm -hmm. very articulate and but clearly extremely talented, but yes, yeah. uh huh, um, and tries to be woke, but it's no. So why don't you just have your driver take you? Right. <laughs> so <laughs> problem she, solved. She comes and she's done some amazing things behind the scenes for Black women, and Black entertainers. Don't get me wrong. Um, she goes on her Instagram story and starts venting about getting denied to go into this black Hollywood Emmys party a couple weeks ago. Um, and then she releases another one afterwards. And there are two contrasting situations. The first one, she said oh, some white woman didn't let her in, blah, 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 blah. Clearly pandering to her black audience. Um, and then comes to find out that, um, no, it was actually Issa Rae's publicist who throws the party, and that's who didn't let her in. Mind you, she tried to go to this party last year. They didn't want her there. There's an insecure table at this party, at the semi party. The person throwing it did not want her there. But ended up letting her in after she threw a fit, literally. Oh my god. So she was not invited. No. So, <laughs> but showed like, up, and girl. she's name-dropping like a motherfucker. Like, last year, she went with Jill Scott. So she shows up with Jill Scott, blah, 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 and that's going to be her plus one, and then they're like, she can come in, you cannot. So it was a fit. Eventually gets in. Comes to the same party this year. Same people. Is denied entry. She shows up with Jesse Williams this year. Oh, my God. Not only, okay, what I would have done, I would have said, okay, you know what, that's fine, and then gone and maybe gotten my live or whatever, and then ranted about it like she did. She caused a whole ass scene. 
was in her life, she was like, oh, yeah, and this fucking bodyguard came over to me and said I couldn't get in. I said, I'm not leaving anywhere until I know who's denying me entrance, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, first of all, these people are doing their job. They have one job, and that's to make sure that whoever is in here is safe. Mm-hmm. Well, two jobs. Yeah. And, and the second one is to make in. sure that yeah. someone else doesn't get yeah. in. <laughs> and, it. yes, mm-hmm. throws a fit. And has this whole thing. And you know what's very telling when your entire cast doesn't have your back? Right. Yeah. So she's playing the victim. Her castmate tweets, I'm sorry, but you can't be a disrespectful-ass person and expect people just to bow to your feet and treat you like you're okay and invite it into certain circles. Issa Rae, and she, and she said this. I am pouring out some yes, she said, she said she and Issa Rae had a conversation. She said, she said this publicist has never liked her. She's always been nasty to her. Blah, 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 blah. So I don't care if that's true or not. If someone, first of all, if someone's, if I'm not wanted somewhere, I don't want to be there. That's just uncomfortable. Right. Then she goes as far as to say that, I mean, Issa was like, hey, if that's, up, that's between you guys. That's not my thing, basically. And I don't know what's going on, but which I think is fair. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Then goes off to tell the security, you need to Google my name and you'll see how silly it is to not let me into this party. No. Then goes on to say... Well, I would have to Google her name, but... Oh, yes. Then goes on to say that... Um, what was the last shitty thing that she said that was just like, why? Oh, she prefaces this entire situation by saying, I mean, I don't even like going to these parties and, and stuff like that. But it's a black Hollywood party, and I'm on an Emmy-nominated show, so I deserve to be at this party to celebrate with my peers in this industry. I'm a part of this industry, therefore I should be allowed to be in this party. Wow. Girl, you should have gone home. Okay, stay your ass home. Or go to another party. Right. They just came from another Emmy party. There are a ton of Emmy parties that Literally. happen every year. Yeah. You want to go to the one that you know you're not welcome to. Your cast, doesn't, your co-workers don't have your back. Yeah, none of them are you're the problem. as a plus one. You are none the problem. Like, Come in with me, girl. You're throwing yeah. a fit because you're not let into somewhere that you have already been told a year prior that you are not welcome to. And they threw you a bone last year. Why would you want to show face again and then make an entire scene at the door Mm-mm. and disrespect the staff? And then want pity? Because she needs attention. It's rich. She way. is delusional. Yeah. So talented, though. That, and that's the shame. That's what bothers me about people like that. Because there are people who are just, like, so crazy talented, but... Talented, intellectual, they're, and then it's... But they're also fucking crazy. Yes. Yeah. And they've probably gotten everything they've ever wanted. Oh, I'm sure. Always, you know. So. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, was anyone surprised that Snoop Dogg, when asked to perform... For the University of Kansas. 
performed Snoop Dogg songs and had girls dancing on uh, poles, poles and, and had a money gun. A money gun. I mean, the best. This this sums it up. The University of Kansas has officially apologized for a basketball game performance by Snoop Dogg, in which stripper poles were wheeled into the Allen Fieldhouse floor and fake money was shot over the heads of prospective recruits. I thought it was brilliant because it's exactly what those colleges do to recruit when yes! bringing them into school is they flash the cheerleaders in front of them, which is exact, which is what the dancers were dressed like, and they sh- shoot money at anyone that's like a athletic person. I love the quote from the school though, saying, or from the the person that cleared the entire show, saying, "I apologize. I wasn't aware of what acrobatic dancers meant in this new age generation." <laughs> And I take full responsibility. Oh, they were probably like, there'll be dancers, but they'll just be it'll, acrobatic dancers. It'll be like Cirque du Soleil <laughs> with Snoop Dogg. Uh, oh, it will oh, be, but oh. no ribbons, but there'll be poles. Do you see Snoop Dogg's response, though? Oh. He, said, he said, those kids are having a blast. I do this shit all the time. <laughs> And he does! An entertainer through and through. He's like... Did they expect him to bring... He's like, those kids were having a blast. Did they think he was going to, like, bake a cake for them or something? Come on. It'd be a a weed cake if if it was. (laughs) I mean, let's be honest. Snoop Dogg! You know what you're getting here. I do this shit all the time. Yes, you do. It It takes one YouTube video search to see what Snoop Dogg does. Okay. Yeah. And that was definitely by far like a very tame version. I thought it was perfect. It was I thought per- it was great. It was I loved it. It's perfect. It's good for those kids. Yes. It's a good stress reliever from all those fucking finals and Well, those were all the recruits for the school, which is which is why I thought it was so fucking Oh. Funny. Yeah. Then it... <laughs> Please. That's why I thought it was so fucking funny because like First of all, they booked Snoop Dogg to perform for all these recruits to get them to go to their school and spend their money. Meanwhile, you know, they're always uh, using all these tools, like performance by Snoop Dogg, to get people <laughs> to come to their fucking school. And then, you know, for him to, like, shoot fake money into the crowd and, oh, my God. Girls twerking? Yes. Hilarious. For it. Just hilarious. It's just so amazing. <laughs> What else? Oh, Tom Holland shaved his head. And the best quote that I heard, best response that I heard to it was that he looked like a uh, someone from a Russian skinhead porn. <laughs> the best response I heard was that he looks like Eminem's younger, <laughs> non-talented brother, Skittles. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he needs hair. Yeah. Yeah, he needs hair. Yeah. Yeah, that was I'm a mistake. Good. Or, um, if, again, if you're subscribed to at Richie and West, you could have voted in our Tom Holland poll. <laughs> but with hair or without. Uh, huge margin, like I think 80% said he definitely looked he better with hair. hair. Yeah. Okay, so I don't understand the law. I'm obviously not a lawyer. But I thought Sony put Kesha out of 
the deal with Dr. Luke, or they got rid of Dr. Luke, or fucking even, something. I don't know. And that Kesha had won this case. I think they let some shit go to where she, I mean, she obviously recorded praying. There was, right. There's some loophole. I know that. To where she could, like, perform, and she could... There was some loophole about her recording with the other artists, mm-hmm. but... I don't think she was ever actually let out of her contract contract with him. Right, because apparently now she does do two more albums with him. Yeah. As producer. So fucking horrible. And he could potentially oh he I'm sorry, he is. So she could potentially owe him money in a defamation suit. Yeah. Because since they didn't prove that he, you know, assaulted her, now he can sue her for defamation. This whole case is so shitty. Ugh. Jesus Christ. Why can't Katy Perry just be like, look? Right. I'm going to break my silence once and for all. It's not like he's working for her that well (laughs) these days. She's not charting. Well, (laughs) still getting the money, though. You still get the money for those contracts. Mm, Fucking mess. Yeah. My God. So I was confused. And I actually, like I said, I thought we left. I thought we lost. Last left with Kesha. On a high note. On a high note. Send in Jane Fonda. That's what I have to say. <laughs> uh, National treasure Jane Fonda was arrested today. Proudly. <laughs> at an oil protest on Capitol Hill. She said she was going to <laughs> go protest and that she's probably going to get arrested. She sure did. And I already have a queued up for you. Uh, How great is this? In a full red oh coat. Oh my God. Like, fuck you. Arrest yes. me. <laughs> <laughs> I live for this woman. Oh, by the way, um, she moved to D.C. for the next few months and plans to get arrested at Capitol Hill today and every Friday through the end of the year. Boom. To protest. Everything. <laughs> <laughs> that is amazing. Good for her. I mean, Frank. That's an example of getting where... To a certain level of stature and fame and wealth, and doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Arrest me. It's not gonna hurt me at all. <laughs> I know she's a controversial figure. Shane fucking Fonda. She's exactly. a badass. Yeah. She... <laughs> but I also don't feel like she was exactly wrong. Right. You know, when you look at things back in in through the lens of history. I mm-hmm. mean, Every war, you know, pretty much except for the fucking Nazis and the one before that, has been a real big mistake. Yes. And yes, there Lost were times lives and... where we had to galvanize and we had to fight the bad guys and all these things. But the every, every all the other shit that's gone on is mm-hmm. yeah. No. No. Mm-hmm. Good for her. What an icon. Agreed. And also someone who has definitely spoken out about, you know, misogyny in Hollywood. Oh, yes. Who has spoken out about, you know, ageism in Hollywood is the one who called out what the fucking bitch that Megan, whatever the fuck her name is. Oh, yes. uh, Who asked her about her plastic surgery. That was great. She's like, so we're talking about my movie. Yeah. (laughs) like, bitch, I'm not having it. Right. No, not today. Yeah, no. And granted, I mean, she was married to Ted Turner for a really long time. She's a super powerful guy in, in Hollywood, so she 
probably didn't have to be too afraid right. <laughs> to say much, but they haven't been together for, for quite no. a while, and she had, certainly hasn't She hasn't wavered or changed, so good. No. <laughs> and any, anyone that could actually be like a friend of like Lily Tomlin. Yes. Come on. Who I've also heard is a stone cold bitch. Just like a storm trooping does not fuck around. Oh, Jesus. You know, I'm surprised she's not on the steps with her. <laughs> I give her she's very like just you know, don't just don't fuck with her because I love it's it. not gonna happen. I love it. Mm-hmm. Old Hollywood for you. Yes. We're repositioning our, our fancy, fancy new studio is taking a little getting used to. I'm just stripping. Yeah. <laughs> Richie Rich has to reposition his mic because he took his shirt off, y'all. Yes. We're not even at the sex question yet. At all. We're just getting turned on by nerd news. Yes. Okay, it's Halloween time. I think if you are a big slasher movie geek, something that you love, it doesn't have to be comic books. So you'll be thrilled to learn that Jamie Lee Curtis is filming Two new Halloween movies back to back. Mm-hmm. Halloween Kills. Halloween Kills is going to be the first one, yeah. and then the last one is going to be Halloween Ends. And I guarantee you that that will be it for her. Oh, I'm sure. She's she really She's like, has never li- literally never wanted to do another one of these movies. That's probably why they're doing it back to back. Since the second one, I think she was like, "That's it," and then she ended up still doing like two more. Yeah. And every time she was like, look, this is the last one, not doing anymore. And then, so I, I think this is really, this probably is for the last, last time. Like I said, that's probably why they're doing it back to back. She's like, fine, I'll do this shit. You have me for six months. Yeah. So she doesn't change that's her it. mind. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. She's like, I'm done. I don't blame her. Well, when you consider she's, you know. I mean, this has been a central figure that she's played for, like, how many fucking years? Yeah. Literally decades. It's a long time. I'm sure it's like, okay, it's fun to do it now, but then that's it. Yeah. You know. When you haven't played, like, soccer for, like, years, and you're like, you know what, this is kind of fun. You're like, you know, now I'm over this now. Yeah, then the next day you're like, holy shit. You're like, come on, yeah, hmm." this is why I stopped. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm sure, I mean, for her, too, like, you know, she's obviously, you know, fit and all that stuff. But, I mean, come on. She's literally, even in the movies, she's a grandma. Mm -hmm. Like, how long (laughs) do we expect her to run from Michael Myers? Is she going to be in a little scooter next? She's going to become the killer pretty soon. (laughs) Out of pure madness. Shit. (laughs) That'd be a twist. (laughs) I mean... She dies of old age, finally. Right. I mean, fuck. <laughs> That's Halloween kills. <laughs> they both just die there of old age. Just like, oh, 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 clenching the heart. Metal lurk bracelets go off and bam. Just like crawling down the hall of the retirement hall. Like, yeah. <laughs> You're not going to get me a son of a bitch in a walker. Just <laughs> with an ivy bag. The final movie. Right. Yeah, no. Yeah, it can it really can only go on for so long. <laughs> uh, God. Speaking of which, do you think they're going to make a sequel to Joker? Joker? Yeah, I'm a wrong the Joker. That? <laughs> I was going to say The Joker and then realize the movie is called Joker. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen it yet. I haven't either. Um, Not I've because I don't wait, want to. I've heard to wait after 
the credits. I'm not sure if that was a joke or not. Because someone said... <laughs> I don't know. Someone made a very weird comment. But I'm assuming that there's something that happens after the credits, so perhaps... I can't tell anymore. I miss the days when you can just make one good movie and then leave it at that. I like, guess not there everything is... needs to be a sequel. Uh, I would just like there to be just like a trend of just standalone movies. I don't need sequels or a franchise to stem from everything that happens. Oh wait, sorry. This was clickbait. Unfortunately, the DC fans hoping for any extra content after the credits has stopped rolling. Joker has no post credits oh. or mid credits scene. And he made a joke that went over my head then. Uh, well it does I guess the end scene kind of has everyone like what? Oh so maybe they were expecting something else. So I don't want to ruin that since I don't uh, even know what the fuck I'm talking about since I haven't seen it. Neither have I. Um but <laughs> well the other when I said put in Joker end it was like Joker end scene explain I'm like oh for those people. Um, <laughs> you gotta, you gotta look up what happened at the end of a movie that you like, watched. <sighs> Whew. Okay. Maybe we have. Like, unless it's like The Shining or something, which <laughs> very few of those films exist, that leaves you being like, wait, what? Huh? Most uh-huh. things are pretty much close-ended. Uh, so yeah, I am curious if they're gonna make a Joker 2. Who knows? I don't know. I haven't seen it yet. I'll see it at some point. Feels unnecessary, even though I haven't seen it, to, <laughs> to make a sequel. We're just jaded. I think you're right. It's like, it's fine to just have, like, one great a good movie. movie. And that's it. It's cool when it works out where, like, okay, that next movie is where people make their money. Yeah. Like, Friday, next Friday. Yeah, 100. And those are hilarious. Yes. And those films were, were what they were. Right. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. But, I mean, they made, like, five of them. <laughs> yeah. But... <laughs> like, I don't need, like, uh, yeah. five cinematic Joker pieces. Like, just give me one great movie, and I'm good. Yeah. I wouldn't yeah. mind if they did that with, like, a different villain each time. Like, the next one could be Catwoman, and then mm-hmm. they could do a Poison Ivy or something. That would be a cool little situation I, would, I could get behind. They don't have to thread in with each other. They don't need to have any shared... Sort of like a Black Mirror thing. Where they're yeah, like the same each... world, but they don't necessarily relate to one Yes, yeah, so you can have an origin story for each person and kind of explain their depth and whatnot. That could be fun. That I'm down for. But I don't need to see the same character in multiple movies over and over again. I just... Yeah. Don't. At this point. Mm-mm. We've seen a lot of that. There's been a lot of it. I do think you can make like a much better story if you contain it to one film. Mm-hmm. Like this is it. We've got to have a whole character arc here. Everything has to happen. I don't like those films where it's like, oh, finally at the very end they're in costume, which is how I feel. This mm-hmm. one is. I I don't like. I said I don't know. I haven't seen it. Just have a feeling. Uh. It's not until you know, like the end of the movie that you actually see the, the third the act. All of a sudden, yeah. But, yeah, just make good movies. Just make some good... Yeah. I like that idea, actually, of having, See? like, Poison Ivy and Catwoman and... You heard it here first, kids. Yeah. And then make your money, release that shit as a box set. Have them all together, like, six different villains and no Batman, and just explain each one of their things, and make it just a, each one a really, really good film. 
I don't think that's a bad idea. DC, if you're listening. We're here to help your fucking, <laughs> your situation, because you're all over the place right now. We told you, we will sell out. <laughs> we love DC. Sponsored by <laughs> DC Comics. <laughs> well, the Joker did break movie records this weekend, making the biggest uh, weekend box office for a film uh, released in October. So that's definitely like a big deal. And I am glad that DC is finally getting some things together. I don't yeah. think it'll ever be coherent. No. And They're honest, still all over the place. Right. And, and honestly, like, I. Like, whatever. It doesn't need to be. Just give us some fun shit. You're not Marvel. Yeah. And you're finally seeing that. So that's good. <laughs> right. It's clearly just like a buckshot of material. Um, what else? Oh, one more thing for nerd news. Um, the Los Angeles Comic-Con is this weekend, which used to be called Stan Lee's Comic-Con. Oh. I'll always heart. Stan Lee's <laughs> Comic-Con. Held at the beautiful Los Angeles Convention Center. And one of our friends, Chris Riley, is uh, part of the team behind the LA Comic-Con. And surprise, surprise, I'll be on a panel. In yes. fact, I'm moderating... Ooh. My what will be my first panel that I've ever moderated. Fun. Yeah, so I've been on a number of panels. So basically that means I'm hosting yeah. the, the shit. So, um, I mean, clearly I have no idea how to do that, you know. <laughs> Not at all. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so the panel is um, Divination in Pop Culture. So it will be featuring tarot card readers and people Ooh. who connect to, like, the witchy side of things. We're talking about pop culture, how things like that are represented in pop mm -hmm. culture versus the, like, reality of, like, Wicca oh, that's and awesome. all that stuff. So I, I think it's going to be, like, a really fun, you know, hopefully, like, a really packed panel on Sunday. I'm excited to hear about it. Yeah. I'm doing wedding shit. No, I'm not getting married. <laughs> not again. No, no, not again. Never again. <laughs> not going to happen. But I'm getting dragged along. So instead of having fun at a con, I get to be around a bunch of bridezillas. <sighs> Which is a whole other <laughs> niche within itself, actually. Yeah. yeah. Well, protect yourself. Oh, God, Jesus. Yeah, you might need some, like, shoulder pads or something. I'll bring the Black Panther helmet. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, <in> yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's going to be great. I wish you could be joining us. Um, we definitely need to, like, do some more cons and stuff. I know, so. it was so fun. Yeah. My whole theme and motto now, I think, for cons is just to do casual cosplay where I can actually be comfortable. Yeah. So I'm doing a, like, out-of-X-Men costume Scott Summers. Oh, cute. Because I have those completely red sunglasses. That's right. Mm -hmm. And as it turns out, my roommate literally has the Armani exact version that uh, What's-His-Fuck wore in the X-Men movie what? as Scott Summers. Yeah. <laughs> And when I, as soon as I show you that scene, you're going to be like, oh, yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. It's when he goes to find Jean Grey. I think it's either in the second movie or maybe even the fucking third one. But um, where James Marston or Masterson or whatever the mm -hmm. fuck his name is, 
goes to find her and he's in that red shirt and the jacket uh-huh. and the blue jeans and he's yes. got the red glasses on that's hilarious so he literally has that exact so that exact funny jacket. story i mean not the one he wore obviously in the first x-men he has a pair of oakley's mm-hmm. that i also owned <laughs> and it probably some they're somewhere in a box yeah this was oh my god i should have told you i was gonna do him and I bought these without even knowing. I bought them because they were like the first like titanium Oakleys and they were like some ridiculous, some stupid amount of money and pay for these damn things way back in the day. And I was like the cool kid with them, like whatever. Cool. Yeah. And I'm watching X Men, like rewatching it. And I'm like, that's my goddamn Oakleys. Hold on. on. And I was like, oh shit. Okay, now I feel extra special. Like only mine had like a bluish tone over it. They were not red. Oh, I see. Well, that's going to be fun. I'm super excited. It also gives me a chance to wear my casual Harry Potter cosplay, (laughs) where I can just wear my Quidditch shirt. See, I have no fucking casual cosplay. And that fabulous handmade robe that Kirk made for me. Gorgeous. And I mean that, and just a pair of, like, jeans. Again, a pair of jeans, a pair of jean shorts, whatever. All about being comfortable. Not mad at that at all. But that'll be fun. I'm yeah. really looking forward to it. I actually was talking to one of the girls today and kind of formalizing, like, Ooh, fun. all my sort of questions and how I want to set everything up. Oh, and, nice. You know, because the more I try to, like, lay it out, I think the more, the less it'll derail and turn yeah. into, like, random conversations about weird shit so <laughs> like right you do enough of that in this show yeah exactly like we're already like scattered enough so it'd be nice because i think we're going to try to live stream it yes uh since there's also going to be a live tarot readings so that's going to be fun yeah I'll be tuning in while yeah. i'm crying in the bathroom <laughs> hiding from a bunch of fucking angry women uh, yeah I'll, tr- I'll if we go live i'll do that on rich aos um or on my or on mine uh, West at the Westifer. Um, yeah, so I'm just really looking forward to that. I think that'll be super, super fun. And I think, too, it, you know, it's really fun about it is, like, a topic like this is sort of a little off the beaten path for your comic book convention yeah. panels, you know? But yet, how many... It is, but not... But, but how many fucking times do you see a witch or a tarot or time. whatever in movies? Something supernatural, something paranormal. Some big, some little movie... In Marvel, called the Avengers, possibly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the Phantom Zone. There's all sorts of shit. The Scarlet Witch. <laughs> yeah, come on. So yeah, the so, vampires. Exactly. Uh, so I think it's going to be, and there's tons of stuff out the Dark Crystal. I mean, that, yeah. You know, there's like tons of magical shit mm-hmm. in that, and there's also that. Um, the craft the, is getting rebooted. The craft is yeah. That was. Uh, one we wanted to talk about. There's that one on Amazon. That whole, um, you know, with the fairy, the fairy bitch. The one I saw. <laughs> like I kind of forgot the name of it because I wasn't a huge fan. Tyler Oakley. No, there's one on Amazon. <laughs> We're not so shade anymore. Just kidding. There's, <laughs> there's one on Amazon Prime that's like something alley or something. I don't fucking know. Um, Marcel. I yeah exactly. I'd have to search this my notes. Happened. Oh, I have no notes. Because he ate them already. Mm-hmm, exactly. He's probably throwing this, them up in the corner right now. This is why I write things down, and I'm going to plan everything for the panel. Because unlike this show, I want to be prepared. 
It's a certain thing that only he, <laughs> you and I can do on a whim. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we're just winging it, okay? Literally. <laughs> okay, today is National Coming Out Day, and you may be asking why would October 11th be of any significance? Well, it turns out that um, National Coming Out Day, founded in 1988, was uh, that date was chosen to, because it is the anniversary of the 1987 National March on Washington for lesbian and gay rights. That Jane Fonda was also in attendance and getting arrested for it. <laughs> yes. I'm making that completely up, but who knows? She probably was. She probably was there. <laughs> Jane has also always been a very outspoken yes. proponent of... I can't hate on her. I'm sorry. But she... I. Many people at the time viewed her as being a traitor, but... But not like an Ellen traitor. What? <laughs> uh, or a RuPaul traitor. Okay. These people were mad because she's actually standing up for things. <laughs> including standing against her own government. Uh-huh. Which, look at us now. I mean, <laughs> shit. <laughs> Jane Fonda, come on the show. Oh my god, please oh do. My this is now the Jane Fonda Stan show. Yes. <laughs> yes. And I'm not mad at that at all. <laughs> so, in honor of a Jane Fonda, we asked, <laughs> when did you come out as a Jane Fonda fan? No, we asked, uh, when did you come out of the closet? Duh. So, our answers from our listeners are varied, of course. Uh, the latest one that we just got says, I came out to my best friend while I was driving, but I feel like in that case, I really had a hold of the wheel in that situation. <laughs> okay. Like, Well, I guess they well couldn't played. really say well anything bad. <laughs> that's cool. That's cool. Right. True. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Oh, I was, I told my family that I was going on my first date. They just asked, what's his name? <laughs> I love that. Cute. I actually came out while in communist China. Well, that's obviously better than speaking out about their government. Right. I still, I mean, speaking of like fucking communists, <laughs> I still felt safer in China than I did at home at the time. Yikes. Yikes. Uh, Hopefully things got better. Yeah, it gets better. Uh, and then someone else said, I actually came out to my parents after they met my boyfriend that weekend. Oh, okay. Hey, that's a great way to do it. That's how yeah. I did it. <laughs> <laughs> my parents pretty much knew I was gay. I remember them meeting my boyfriend, and then later we were having some conversation, and I was like, well, you know, you know I'm gay. And you already met my boyfriend anyway, so... Oh, it was just Jesus sort of like, Christ! <laughs> you're spilling wine everywhere! <laughs> Your hand moved, and my hand moved, and it, for once we were not in sync. <laughs> well, when you say you know I'm gay, you have to flip your wrist around. Well, that's around. true. Now <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm all wet with wine. Eh. Where's Marcel? Not the worst thing that you could be wet with. Marcel... Need to look up some wine. <laughs> That's why we kicked him out of the studio because he was like he was licking, licking up something. Shit. Yeah, weirdo. 
So I was thinking about like coming out, like, I mean, I guess I had sex before I came out, obviously. You guess? Yeah. No, I definitely did. I'm all, come on now. <laughs> Who are you trying to lie to? Yeah. But it was different, you know, like knowing I'm gay and having yeah. a boyfriend and blah, blah, blah. It was like there was no longer any, like, any sort of question or mm -hmm. I didn't feel like I had to defend it yeah. or it didn't feel like... Ooh. It definitely felt was like a mental shift. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. What about you? What was your like coming out situation <laughs> i think i talked about this once before it's but it's a it's a hilarious story um i was rolling on a molly mm -hmm. i was 23 years old 22 so negative five years ago yeah mm -hmm. um because we're only 19 exactly <laughs> um i don't know how we drink on the show every week i don't know how i used to fucking do molly every so oh often um, know, <laughs> the right? things you the things you're like how? shit and i'm old now don't, um, do, don't do it kids this wine's already taking me out let alone yeah. anything else um and i decided to call my mother on the way home my friend was driving that is such a like mama's boy thing to i do. was like my mom's like, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, mom, I'm fine. Just coming home from the club. Just want to let you know something. I'm gay. She <laughs> <laughs> said, okay, honey, that's fine. Just please be safe. Make sure to take care of yourself. My little southern mother, by the way. Was this at like 3 a.m.? Yeah. Yeah. This is why she's like, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. I just wanted something off my chest. She's <laughs> like, honey, like, I, I, I always figured... But you're fine, right? I'm like, yep, my friend's driving. He's coming home from the club. Okay, baby, just please make sure you're safe. Make sure if you're out there that you and your and your partners are safe. <laughs> Do you want me to tell your father? I don't care. It's fine, mom. Like, not a big deal. Okay. Text me when you get home. Oh, all right, love you. I love you too. Thank you so much for letting me know. <laughs> that was it. And then two days later, she's like. So I was half asleep, and I didn't remember what you wanted me to, to tell your father or not, but I told him, and he said that he loves you. Regardless, you're always his son. <laughs> that was it. Yeah. I had a very easy coming out, thankfully. Oddly enough, for two Southern Baptist <laughs> parents, you would think the opposite. <laughs> I mean, last week we were just talking about how dramatic our lives are. Yeah, for both of us, it's the one area It was where... just like, oh yeah, it's fine, you're cool. Yeah, no so problem. Just be safe, wrap it up. Yeah. <laughs> my parents were pretty much the same way. I mean, they obviously, having met my boyfriend, they were like, oh, clearly this guy is gay. Um... <laughs> You don't always see it, maybe, with your own family, because you've always been around them. Mm -hmm. But then, you know, they bring someone over, and you're like, oh, oh, got it. So, and they were like, fine. I mean, they still ask about him sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, we broke up a long time ago. <laughs> I don't keep telling. We're not Brad and fucking <laughs> Jen. <laughs> Brad and Jen. <laughs> it's been over. Yeah. He moved back to Indiana. I ruined his life. Because <laughs> I'm a life ruiner. You were the Brad. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah, so, whatevs. But, yeah, no, like, 
real. Yeah, yeah. I was never kicked out of Which, the house. Like, thankfully, no. or, or, well, I mean, I was already out of the house at that point. I was a free I was spirit. I was like, so I was the second I was eighteen, bam, on apartment. Mm-mm. Yeah, my parents were like, "Oh, you can go to college next to, uh, near us, and you could still stay here." I was like, "You're oh, I could go away." <laughs> I was like, "How about I don't do that?" You're like, "I'm good," and I live on my own, so I can have gay sex. Yeah, right. Look at it. Very. Uh, yeah. When did you like know you were gay though? Because coming out is one thing. I've always known. Um, that something was different. Mm-hmm. I'd say like come to grips with myself. I would say probably like ten or eleven, around there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting that you use that word, like, different, because I certainly felt like that, too. I mean, mm-hmm. I think everyone feels different growing up. Like, we uh, certainly around, like, puberty, everyone yeah. feels like a fucking weirdo. Um, but, yes, I knew that I didn't have the same attraction to girls that I was supposed to. Like, like there I, was certainly, like, a I had an narrative. attraction to girls because I think I was taught that I need to have a girlfriend. Or right. that was the goal. Right, like, you were supposed but to like girls. I didn't realize that my attraction was, like, admiring their beauty. Right, right. Versus or their friendship, actually their loyalty. being yeah. attracted, attracted to them. Yes. Right. You were, like, more Which, friendly. as an adult, it's, it's very hard to explain, but, like, as a kid, you don't have those sexual feelings. You just have feelings. Well, I mean, not towards girls. Well, I mean, <laughs> I, I wasn't like eight years old, like, oh my God, I want, I want to bone this guy. Like, right. you know, it's like, it was just a different feeling that, you know, when you're growing up, it's, you learn are literally different feelings. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'd say like 10 or 11. I was like, okay. And yeah, I definitely had a, a what? Then it was all about the hiding. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, going someplace where just like not visible to others becoming a different person you know yeah like not being gay not acting gay oh that girl is so hot now i fucking didn't think tina Panison's fucking hot speaking of her like she was (laughs) i wanted to be her yeah (laughs) i didn't want to bone her I remember certainly like pronoun games, you know, you would mm-hmm. always refer to your friends as she because it was acceptable to hang out, you know, with a girl or whatever oh, as to where that. if you were like hanging out with, you know, a guy. Like why would you be hanging out with a guy like by yourselves, you know? See, so I you didn't even like people like that, that and I still game. don't. <laughs> so I don't I never, either, but it was a I never natural hung out thing. With anyone, I only yeah. had my like one best friend, Jason, that oh. who also was gay as well, and we did the exact same thing. That's the funny part. We'd be like, "Oh my god, like this actress is so hot." No, we're both gay, mm-hmm. and he came out first, and he was like twelve to me, and I still played it off until I think I was like sixteen. I finally was like, "Hey, yeah, I'm gay." Yeah, but um, but no, as far as like my parents go. It was only, like, my best friend, Matt, which ended up being my boyfriend. But it, they were fine with whoever I hung out with. So I, I never yeah. had to play that whole thing. I think for my parents, it was, like, they were, like, it wasn't that they were so worried about me. It was, like, they were worried about me fitting 
in. Like me having a hard time. Mm -hmm. Me, you know, which is why, like, I say things like I'd like to believe that I could be nice and that I could be polite (laughs) and I could be kind. But. Yeah. Yeah, that's actually not going to happen. So just in the same (laughs) way, they were already like, look, this kid's going to have trouble anyways. Do we have to pile it on? So (laughs) I think they were just, you know, worried, like, I lived in a very small town and I could get beat up. Older kids could easily have ganged up on me and beat the crap out of me, even though, yeah, I did kickboxing and stuff like that or, you know, learned to how to get away yeah. from a, a potential predator. But that was another worry. It was like, well, if, you know, predators look for kids that are, you know, mm-hmm. that way. Yeah. And, you know, because then when you are someone who's, you know, a victim of, like, child sexual abuse, like, you think it's your fault because you're of course. guys and all this stuff. So it's like, I think they're probably, like, I know they were worried about that stuff. Yeah. But they weren't worried about, like me Mm -hmm. i think they knew i could take care of myself like pretty much from like a very young age Mm -hmm. you know like i was telling off like my kindergarten teacher (laughs) when she did something stupid you know just like this is dumb and here's why (laughs) but but it was it was just the difficulties that i might encounter too early especially yeah right Mm -hmm. yeah especially the violence i think oh yeah I remember I got cornered in the bathroom. That was a weird situation. Nothing ever happened. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I remember it was one guy. I, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to name names. I've had a, I, I've had a couple glasses of wine. Ah, yes. So Jamie, De, so Jamie DeFalco, who I box. actually thought was my friend. Um, him, Mike Sanchez, who I think did prison time at this point. Jamie, like, got not, he knocked up some girl when he had aged like 17, I believe. Um, and then... Sounds like a great crew. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I, I grew up in Varsity Blues, the town, basically. Um, <laughs> picture that. Um, and one other person, who which I think was just kind of there. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to mention his name because we're actually, we're actually like social media friends still. And like, he's cool. Um, they like cornered me in a bathroom and like the other one was like just there. They're football players. You could just... uh, sometimes I could feel like that happens. Yeah. And I didn't know what to do, but like right. it would just like, hey, better not be fucking looking at our fucking dick faggot. Blah, 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 blah. I'm just, I, they walked in the bathroom after I did. I'm peeing. Yeah. Oh, you're looking at me. Yeah. Kind of like, and they're just like laughing and it was like, okay, what do I do? And I just literally finished peeing and Wash my hands and I left. Yeah. Clearly doing a lot better than them. TJ's doing fine because he didn't do anything. <laughs> he was yes. just there. There you go. <laughs> no, and actually that's something that I did learn was like, just don't, as hard as it is, just don't yeah. acknowledge it, don't interact with it, don't, it's not even... A, it may actually makes them angrier, but B, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not like worth it. So don't even fucking bother. Yeah, but I definitely, yeah, like kids were. Initial stuck in Vermont, Texas. I'm over here, so mm-hmm. <laughs> winning <There you> <laughs> with no children. 
the biggest blessing of them all. And no criminal record. Look at the, look at that. Look, I... look at how that works out. See, kids, it does get better. <laughs> now, if any kids listening to this uh, fucking show, I'd hope not. I'm sorry. I are. hope not. Although, I'm sure, you know, what I always think about are like, and I certainly have, you know, plenty of friends who have gone through so much shit with coming out, and especially if their family is super religious and all that stuff, where they've been kicked out and they don't have resources and stuff like that, where I, I think that that's, you know, for me, like, there definitely have been some points where I've been, like, at a really low point. Mm-hmm. And just having the love and support of my family, like always knowing that they're there, always knowing that I can reach out to them, always knowing that like, no matter what they, you know, have got me back. That's definitely gotten me through like a lot of shit. So for someone to have that taken away, I mean, I can only imagine how damaging that is, you know, for someone um, to try to navigate like without that yeah right so yeah but that's why we say we're family i mean i don't hear that a lot anymore but talk about another like sort of word family Uh, i wish we'd bring that back a little bit more because i think we need that brother and sister yeah we need that we need that a little more so um yeah, I don't know what else to say about that. I mean, I'm not adopting anyone, but if you if you need to reach out, certainly. I don't want any children. Leave me alone. <laughs> I'm a grumpy old man, and I enjoy being that way. I could certainly <laughs> direct Stay you. Stay my fucking lawn. Yeah, I'll direct you to some very useful resources if you need them. Um, I'll direct you to Wes. He will direct you to some... <laughs> <laughs> no, it's hard. Like you need, no, it you is. need that. One hundred percent. Yeah, it, and it's hard too if you don't have, you know, like other friends too. Like I've started to realize lately, like my, even though my world seems very big, it's also very small. Oh, extremely, yeah. Right, and then I'm like, gosh, I really don't have a ton of friends like outside the gay world. Sometimes, like I spent that weekend in Vegas with my parents. I was like, oh my god, straight people are so weird. Yeah, I'm going to straight club on, on Sunday night. It's like it's it's. It, I realize what a bubble I live in. Like I really <laughs> I'm do. like I'm afraid. Uh, yeah, I really do live in a bubble. So, Ooh. I'm okay with that. Actually, I'm fine with that. I'm fine. It's <laughs> round objects are great and they're shiny. I like bubbles. <laughs> so it's a little something different this week. I don't feel like we have to talk about you know dicks every single episode no. we had to find 90 percent of the time <laughs> yeah. exactly exactly oh is something happening what marcel texting you oh no, yes uh <laughs> Wait, marcel, yes um will you take marcel out to the courtyard to pee <laughs> <laughs> He actually we can't make up this show, kids. He this actually, is what happens literally as we're doing it. He didn't poop this morning, so actually, you could take him for a walk and bring a poop bag. <laughs> so now I've got to walk our assistant. <laughs> no problem. Hold That's on, funny. Buddy. I'll reply. <laughs> this is an emergency. I'll reply right away. 
And perfect timing because we're ending the show. Yeah, exactly. No problem. Marcel sabotaged this. He's he texted Renee and was like, mm-hmm. was like so they're going long there on their episode like, and they're talking go. shit about me. Tough, <laughs> I need to take a walk. <laughs> Please, Marcel walks. Otherwise, like, I'm going to poo all yeah. over this place. Marcel walks literally half a block, like one <laughs> side of the block, and he's like, "You gotta carry me, dude." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he just stops. And His looks... work ethic is consistent, to mm-hmm. say the least. Mm-hmm. Y'all, if you're not subscribed to the show, please subscribe. Uh, we'll bring you more, like, literally, like, this is, like, b- becoming brain droppings. I mean, the show is just so scattered at this point. <laughs> Fuck this show. Um, if you're not subscribed, subscribe. If you're not following us on social, we follow back. We do, and we, we interact and everything mm-hmm. else. It's Richie and Wes on all platforms. Yes. Uh, share us with your friends. Give us a five-star review. Share us with your friends. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> I'm available. Uh, <laughs> again, I will, pa- I will direct them over to Wes. <laughs> I will direct them somewhere else. Yes, I will become your resource. There you go. All right, you guys. Thanks for listening. Until next time. Goodbye. Goodbye.